Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. The St. Louis Zoo is hoping for some good news this fall. 18-year-old chimpanzee Utamu is pregnant. If she delivers a healthy baby, it will be the first member of the third generation of chimps now living at the zoo. One of the many zookeepers helping Utamu in her pregnancy is Helen Boostrom. She is the zoological manager of primates at the St. Louis Zoo, and she joins us today. So, Helen Boostrom, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, thinking about chimp pregnancy, this has just opened a world of questions for me. I guess let's start at the beginning. How did the zoo first become aware that Utamu was pregnant? So, um, Utamu's pregnancy is um, actually a part of... uh, SSP recommendation. Um, so that the SSP is uh, basically stands for Species Survival Plan, and it aims to. We really want a um, genetically healthy population of chimps, um, and so it was part of a recommendation. So it's something we've kind of been preparing for. So you yeah. you wanted her to get pregnant. Did you have yeah. to, to put her in a, a place where she might be tempted to do the act that would, would lead to such a happy event? So we um, have a big group of chimpanzees. We have nine chimpanzees. And about two years ago, um, we introduced a new male, Kajana, so our ninth um, chimpanzee. And it was part of a breeding recommendation for him and Utamu. Now, we're not 100% sure Kajana is the father. It could be one of the other two males, Jimmy Yu or Hugo. Um, but yes, we were kind of hoping um, that we she would get pregnant. Um, and we've done a lot of preparation um, kind of leading up to that potential. Um, and it's just, it's really exciting news, um, both for Utamu and getting you know the chance to be a mother um, and raise an infant, it is a lot of maternal care going into taking care of an infant. Um, babies stay with their mom for at least six years for chimpanzees, and hmm. so there's a lot of social interaction um, and benefits for Tamu, but the whole group is involved in benefits from having a infant and a juvenile in the group uh, as you talked about, you know, introducing a third generation, our group, our youngest is 18, and we, our oldest are in their um, late 40s. So having that next generation just increases the social dynamics and interactions between the groups, which is really, really important for a chimpanzee group. Hmm. And we, we want to talk about that with you in just a moment, but I do want to let people know our phone lines are open. And so if you have a question about pregnancy and chimpanzees, or if you have a question in general about chimps at the St. Louis Zoo, we're lucky today that we have Helen Boostrom, an extra expert here with us to answer them. So you can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. You can also send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Now, Helen, you mentioned that you had to do some preparation even to get Utamu and her partner ready for this point. Um, preparation in terms of, of getting her body ready or also getting her into the state of mind that she's going to need to be a mother? So really, the preparation is um, similar to maybe the preparation you might be doing if um, you and your partner were kind of interested in having an infant. It's really looking at the nutrition, um, not having been a mother before, um, giving her, we do what's called maternal training, so kind of those new experiences that she might have as a mother, um, whether it's the baby nursing, 
infant chimps actually cling to their mom. Um, so getting used to um, a baby clinging um, are all part of what we call maternal training. So I, I've got to ask, I mean, you mentioned that the, the youngest chimps right now there are 18 years old. How do you even prepare then a chimp for this idea of someone's going to cling to you and, and try to nurse when there's no chimp babies around? So um, all of our training is completely voluntary, and it's really also building that relationship between um, the animal care staff and the chimpanzees so that she trusts and, you know, is comes up with her infant and kind of shows us her infant so we can get a good look, um, and she really trusts us to be, you know, around that infant. But we might use, let's say, a Q-tip or um, a small, like, toothbrush to kind of um, – get her used to sensation in whether it be, you know, her hair around her belly or her nipple um, and just say, hey, this is different, you know, this is different, this might be something. And then she gets a reward uh, that, like, let's say she really loves grapes. So, Utama, usually we use grapes um, when we're doing that. So it's a really positive experience. So when she feels that sensation, um, she doesn't have any, you know, if a baby's clinging to her, she's not, oh, this is uncomfortable. She has kind of that uh, background of being, hey, I get grapes when this is happening. This is okay. I'm used to it. I kind of wish someone had done that training for me (laughs) when I was getting ready to have my firstborn. You know, oh, hey, you get a grape if the kid is going to bite you, you know, (laughs) something like that. But how does that work in the wild? I can't imagine there's somebody standing by with grapes to help her get used to these experiences. And there, yes, that is exactly right. There is not, and chimpanzees are, they learn um, from their family. That's where that mother um, infant relationship is really, mother child is really important. That is um, how they learn a lot, those first six years. And so actually, and even after that, often they help with their siblings um, being raised. And so a lot of that care and all, you know, getting, having their first infant is from, um, they learn from their mother. And Utamu benefits because she has a really close relationship with her mother, Rosebud, who is in the group as well. Um, She is our oldest chimpanzee in the group and their close relationship. She's learned a lot from Rosebud and that's going to help her out. That's a very um, positive aspect of this pregnancy is she's got her mom right alongside her to help her out um, through those things that she's not quite sure of and even better than we can. um, As you know, the care team, her mom is there to help her out and kind of she's got that example. Um, And that's really in the in Africa and wild chimpanzees. That is the main way that they learn how to care for their infant. Um, We just want to make sure that we're giving her that extra little help um, so as she can be as prepared as possible for, you know, this next step um, in having an infant. Hmm. So this is all so exciting, and I I hate to just even ask about this, but it it feels like some necessary context when it comes to Utamu. I understand she was pregnant before. What, What happened there that time? Yeah, so unfortunately, um, she the baby did not survive, um, and so it was born deceased. And you did, know, did she very, go full term with that? Were you she thinking? Did. Oh, okay, she did yes, yeah. she did. And so you know that whole preparation process um, went throughout that pregnancy, and you know it was very you know hard. It was you know sad occasion, but also there were some positive aspects of that. Um, you know, we went through this process. We did a lot of. Um, all the preparations for it, you know, the safety checks, working with vet team, and also the care um, and how Utamu did through that process. Um, 
the maternal care that we saw from the in- to the infant when it's very deceased, her trust in us, that relationship that I talked about um, with the training um, in terms of, you know, when she had the deceased infant, us being able to help her um, with that situation and, you know, mm-hmm. see the baby and monitor the baby, um, we kind of saw a lot of positive um, aspects of it in her care and what she was doing that really give us you know, hope and think for this pregnancy and this time around. We learned a lot. She learned a lot and kind of had a good experience. Um, so mm-hmm. it does make us hopeful, even though, you know, it is was sad news last year. And with a stillbirth, is that something that a chimp um, shows shows mourning or sadness about the way that a human mother might? So in a not, you know, it's not exactly like humans. Chimpanzees are their own species, and they do have different behaviors. It doesn't look exactly like humans. Um, but, you know, the group does, if a member is lost, especially they have those alliances and those close social relationships, you do see changes in behavior. Um, and it is par- important as the care team as we, you know, look at that and kind of make at adaptations. And so, yes, there is a level of grief and, you know, knowing that something's wrong um, in that situation. And that's something that is part of the process of caring for them is taking that into consideration. Mm-hmm. We're talking today to Helen Boostrom. She's the zoological manager of primates at the St. Louis Zoo. We're talking about Utamu, who is going to be uh, hopefully giving birth to a healthy little chimpanzee baby this fall. It's very exciting news. Um, Helen, so I'm very curious, what is childbirth like for chimpanzees? It feels like for humans sometimes you're trying to fit something through a space that that isn't even meant to fit something that big through it. It's very painful. Um, It it goes on for hours. Do chimps have that same level that, that humans do? Yes. Um, so it is a about eight-month pregnancy. Um, so it is honestly the kind of entire process. is very similar to um, a human pregnancy. Um, and some of the ways that we monitor are very similar. Um, we do urine collections um, so we can keep track. Um, ultrasounds, um, she participates in voluntary ultrasound, so we um, can track the fetus as it develops and make sure everything, um, her, you know, nutrition we change uh, to meet the needs of a pregnant chimpanzee. And, yes, the labor process um, is, is pretty much exactly uh, similar to having a baby for a human. So it's um, tough. She's going yes. she's gonna to go through the ringer there. <laughs> yes. And we monitor throughout the process, though, using cameras. So we're not kind of stressful to have people around. So we kind of give her as much space as um, she needs to make sure, you know, in her comfortable spot with her group members around, just really want to make sure to make it as um, stress-free as possible for her and what she would be normally used to. Is there any risk of her going into labor when she's there in front of the public? It obviously would be very exciting to see at the zoo. I'm sure that's not an experience that a lot of people are ready for. Um, It is definitely a possibility. Obviously, she can go into labor at um, any time when she um, gets near the end of her pregnancy. Um, and we, you know, and that's part of our consideration. We do regular monitoring, especially as she gets closer um, to her birth window. Um, so it is definitely a potential, um, and that's part of the monitoring um, so that we can keep an eye on her in that case as well. So if people are there at the zoo that day, this is something they could they could watch happening. It is a potential. I will say that um Animals, you know, especially primates, 
tend to have infants and go into labor later at night, kind of that quiet, um, calm overnight um, is a little bit more common, but it could happen during the day where people could see it, yes. Hmm. So we all know for humans, you know, you get to take your partner, sometimes your doula, there's somebody who comes to the hospital with you to to hold your hand as you're dealing Mm -hmm. with all of this. Um, Is it possible the father will play an active role in, in getting her through this time? are a little bit different for chimpanzees. Um, so, you know, all of the males and all the individuals are, will be, you know, part of, as part of the group will interact with the infant. Um, but the mother plays a more direct line and, you know, the females that she's closer to, um, say her mother, Rosebud, another older female we have, Beauty, um, are more likely um, to spend more time kind of helping out with the actual birth process, just in terms of they spend a lot of time right now, the three of them grooming um, in a you know, at the viewing window, and you'll see them doing that. So while the father could um, completely be a part of the process, he doesn't necessarily know that he's the father. um, And it's more likely that those females are going to be a little bit more involved in kind of grooming her and kind of making sure she's comfortable with the process. And that is one thing I wanted to ask you about. You mentioned you think you know who the father is, but there are a couple of possibilities there. Um, Is this a a thing where you would end up doing a paternity test once the baby's born? It is, actually, yes. That is in the plans. Um, So basically, chimpanzees, you know, I've been talking about, you know, the big groups and the communities. So they live in these communities, and it is multi-male, multi-female, multi-generational communities. And so it is possible that any one of those three males um, could be the father. Um, we, the reason we think it's potential uh, is Kajana is based on kind of observations, their relationship. Um, so it's a little bit more likely that it's him, um, but it could be the other two. Hmm. That's interesting. So you will be doing a paternity test. You'll get to the bottom of this. Yes. And we do want to mention, uh, Helen was talking about the role that Rosebud, Utamu's mother, plays in all this. You can see a photo of Utamu with her mother, Rosebud, on on our website. That's stlpublicradio.org. Helen, bigger picture, how are chimps doing at the St. Louis Zoo? Does their lifespan compare favorably to, to chimps in the wild? So um, chimpanzees, their median life expectancy is around in their 40s. Um, we, our group, as I said, we have nine chimpanzees. Our youngest is 18, and we have chimpanzees, um, two chimpanzees that are in their late 40s. Um, and so chimpanzees in the wild are endangered. Um, you know, they've got a lot of threats, a lot of things that are going on in terms of forest deforestation, mining, you know, just a lot of things that they're having to cope with and the population size is, is decreasing. And so St. Louis Zoo, actually, so we really care about our chimpanzees here at the zoo, as we've talked about with Utamu and the group, um, but we also really care about chimpanzees in the wild. And so we actually have a uh, conservation efforts. Um, One of our wild care institute centers is for the conservation of Congo apes, um, because we do really want to help out those wild chimpanzees, not only by giving the opportunity um, for the St. Louis community to connect and care about the chimpanzees by seeing our group here at the zoo, but also by helping out the wild chimpanzees that do have a lot of threats um, that is affecting their lifespans and population. Mm -hmm. So you have the bigger picture there in mind. 
That's great to hear. And this is so this is so exciting. This could kick off this third generation here. If Utamu does this successfully, um, does that tend to lead to a baby boom where other chimps we might see um, also, you know, going down this path? So there is the potential um, for other chimps to get pregnant. Um, Really, the, you know, how I talked about Utamu, you know, learning from Rosebud and kind of that. They also learn from each other. So not necessarily for other chimps getting pregnant, but other females, we've got other younger females getting the opportunity to see Utamu care for an infant and kind of them being involved in helping the process, Um, you know, playing with the infant, grooming the infant, watching Utamu. Um, That also helps the other females in the group get that experience, kind of um, how to care for an infant, kind of get more experience with an infant, um, which would um, help with future births as well. So they'll be ready when their time comes. Exactly. It kind of leads into that maternal training, getting more experience um, with an infant, even if it's not their own. Well, it's a really exciting time um, with the primates at the St. Louis Zoo. And Helen Boostrom, I want to thank you so much for joining us and, and giving us all the information. Well, thank you for having me. And Helen, again, is the zoological manager of primates. That's at the St. Louis Zoo. And um, if you want to see a picture of Utamu and her mother, Rosebud, that's at stlpublicradio.org. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.